0: What's going on guys, Joe here, got a very interesting topic for us today The topic is on significance I just want to give a quick pre-note out before I delve into today's topic Lewis and I, we are finally on Instagram This is something that a lot of people have asked us As everybody knows that we have the Freedom Pact Instagram But now you can also follow Lewis and I on our personal journeys Lewis's account is lewisedward96, underscore, and myself is josephnewtonpd. That's josephnewtonpd, N-E-W-T-O-N. So if you guys give me a follow, let me know that you're following from the podcast, and I will give you all a follow back. I can't wait to interact with you all. <laughs> so anyway, so today... a very interesting subject which one which i've been thinking about for a long long time i've seen many people talk about this but i've never really felt satisfied with what they've had to say they've never really gone into much detail or much depth and i don't feel as if there's ever been any practical advice on how to deal with it anyway let's look to start with about human behavior what drives human behavior Or perhaps a better question to ask is, why do human beings do the things that they do? How is it that one person will go out of their way to hurt someone for seemingly no reason at all, whilst another person is willing to sacrifice their entire lives for the benefit of someone else? What creates a Ted Bundy or a Mahatma Gandhi is clear that there are thoughts, behaviors, habits conditioned into us that control our thoughts, our actions, and ultimately our destiny. So, whilst every human being is unique and becomes a product of their past experiences and corresponding emotions... What we all undisputably share is a governing behavioural system that operates in the same way. There are six human needs that everybody has in common. All behaviour or actions are simply an attempt to meet these fundamental needs. How people choose to meet these six human needs are unlimited. We seek to find fulfilment through hobbies, through passions relationships, careers, personal interests, gambling, it could be anything. We we do a number of different things to try to satisfy these six human needs. So the six human needs they go as follows. Number one, certainty. So this means that a schedule and predictability is of the utmost importance. I think that typically certainty is driven by the need to avoid pain the second is significance this means feeling unique important special or needed number three connection or love this means that we long for the feeling of closeness and deep meaningful connection with someone or something number four variety the need for the unknown or change Number five, growth. Developing our capabilities and working towards mastery of a skill. And contribution, number six. The feeling of helping or giving back to a person or community. So as you can see that essentially we all have some percentage of these forces within us. There's some variance on how much we all have. For example, I could have, say, uh, 28% variety, whilst Jimmy Bluesteen could have 14 It doesn't matter what the percentages are. What's very important is knowing which ones drive us. Because as human beings, we have deeply rooted within us what I like to call unique pairings. This simply means that we want the pendulum to swing both ways in our lives. And it's highly plausible that the person that has a driving need for certainty and control of their schedule also has a lower need for variety and uncertainty. However, they never act on this because when the opportunities arise, subconsciously that driving need of certainty kicks in and it will ultimately stop that person achieving fulfillment you see what determines our destiny is which of our driving needs prevail in each moment because essentially they have more of an impact on decisions than we think our decision making is governed by these six human needs so if certainty or significance are the major driving forces in one's life then i can promise you I can promise you today that one will have a lifetime of problems. But don't take my my word for it. Please let me explain to you why. So if certainty is the number one need, then life has to stay the same. Something that it just doesn't do. So in order to keep your life the same, one would have to artificially control their environment. They'd have to control the people and they would have to control themselves. But as you see with... Take mobile phones, for example. When I was growing up, I had a Nokia 3310. Now I have an iPhone. It, life changes. The need for certainty is one which is always going to be stifled and is always one which could create misery. But more importantly in the nature of today's podcast is significance. Because... If significance is one of the top two needs, then one would always have to be competing with someone else, because this could be a partner, a family member, a colleague, a classmate. It could be their social media following. Sometimes one might even be competing with themselves. But I think that worse than this, and probably the most toxic part about this driving need, is that... It's extremely likely that the person with the driving need for significance would need to lie in situations to achieve this. How many guys do you know that lie about how many women that they've slept with, or how much money they can make in a year, or what TV they have, or you know? And and how many women do you know that won't tell a guy? in the friend zone, that it won't work out because he satisfies their need for significance and gives them a sense of validity. Or if they lie about their feelings to other guys to keep them interested, it really will be troublesome for us. And over the course of our lives, if we don't understand how to manage this need, then time after time, it's always going to come back to haunt us. So I figured that a good place to look into this further would be to first identify some negative traits of someone that has a high need to feel significant. So let's look at these. And these are in no particular order, by the way. So I would say that a major one is that they are constantly in competition with someone else. Another is that typically someone with a high need for significance will take alternative views to most things essentially this is probably one of the biggest telling factors because in the moment that someone constantly takes another opinion the reaction and energy which they receive from doing so from another person it causes the feeling of significance they will typically make alternate life choices they commit crime or are antisocial. For example, if someone is feeling undervalued or insignificant and then they go and put a gun to someone's head, then suddenly in that moment, they're the most significant person in the world. They'll try to downplay or marginalize or minimalize someone else's accomplishments. If they feel threatened by another's progress, they will try to criticize them or criticize them to someone else. They will lie or mistruth about past accomplishments or feelings. And they will subconsciously hurt other people. The reality is that self-sabotaging behaviour is coupled up in a marriage with an unhealthy need for significance. This could look like a sleazy player that can't commit to any one person. So they just sleep around. Or another scenario of this is that if two people are in a relationship and it's calm and stable, then the person with a driving need for significance will inadvertently cause problems because the calmness doesn't represent adequate significance. And another trait I would say to look out for, and this is the last trait, is there's a general sense of selfishness. The person with a need for significance is reluctant to part with anything, small or large, or even their time if it doesn't seem beneficial. So, as you can see, if significance is our driving need, and we recognise some of those traits within ourselves, then does that mean that it's fixed? Like, is that how we're going to be forever? No, not necessarily. As Because, essentially, there are two ways to feel significant. There's the productive means... And there's the destructive means. So feeling significant through productive means entails trying to stand out for your accomplishments. It means being recognized at work for your efforts or feeling special in the eyes of your partner for for valuable contributions to your relationship. If you are unsure of how to feel significant, you might go about it in destructive ways. You may resort to self-sabotaging methods that present themselves in the form of reckless behavior because you know that it will get you attention and you're unsure how to receive praise for doing something positive. If you lean towards destructive means, as you seek significance, then it's time to examine what it is that you are doing. Many people find ways to be significant by creating significant problems. So I've made a list of some ways in which I think will be very helpful for someone that is looking to change the way in which they manage their need for significance. So here are some examples about how you can take the need for significance from a destructive means to a productive means. So the major way in which one does this is by changing the location from where they derive this feeling of significance. Let's say, for example, that if we take significance from the results that we produce in our job and we have a bad day or week, a month, then we'll be left with a feeling of worthlessness. Instead, tell yourself that what matters most Is the effort and the hours that you put in and also the amount of time that you know that you spent giving your all to something. If we are seeking the feeling of significance from our relationship, instead of becoming victimised that our partner isn't the same romantic person that they once were, take the initiative and make them feel good by planning a date or offering them some act of service. Because essentially in relationships, I think that what can happen is that we can all too often get ourselves in a value-taking mentality instead of a value given mentality. When the best relationships are typically ones where both people are in value given mentalities. The last thing I would say for this is that if we take significance from our grades and we perform horribly in an exam, then it can lead to perpetual negative feelings so instead of this learn the reason why you didn't perform and seek to make the correct adjustments next time and in that way when you do perform in the next exam you can take even more significance from that so essentially the driving need for significance can be completely toxic it's vital that we introspect and try to understand our own psychology and where this is something that We ourselves are struggling with. The best. And most effective ways. In which we can deal with this driving need. Is by changing the direct source of our significance. From destructive. To productive. And filling up and satisfying our other needs. And if you think about it. There are four. Other needs which. Are not problematic in any sense. So. I would also say that there are two things typically which every person should should strive for in life. And that is to achieve their goals and also to feel fulfilled. Because something which I'm a big believer in is that success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure in life. There's nothing worse than that. Nothing worse. And you just look at someone like Robin Williams as a perfect example of it. So the six human needs are the ways in which we aim to accomplish our goals and also feel fulfilled. Dysfunctional, limiting behaviours arrive when you're unable to meet your human needs. But if you are someone who values significance above all else, and you're unable to reach your goals, then you're going to feel as if those dysfunctional behaviours are all that you have to fall back to to satisfy those needs. But if you flip this and then you're able to reach your goals and feel that special sense of significance, then you'll feel fulfilled. But it's very important to, to place it in things that, that you have control over, like your effort, like your, your actions, all these things which can't be taken away from you. There's nothing wrong with the need to feel important. Everybody on this planet wants to feel significant in some degree. But what matters more is how you go about achieving this feeling. Will you choose to be productive or destructive on your path? Will you allow loved ones to comfort you along the way? Or will you refuse to let others in and out of fear of getting hurt? Recognize which fears, behaviors, habits are driving your needs. And then look at these behaviours and find out which ones are beneficial to your goals and also to your life. As soon as you know this, then you can understand how this need can help you to find fulfilment in your lifetime. But essentially, it's vital that we learn how to manage this need for significance. Otherwise, it's going to give us a lifetime of trouble. That is all for this episode, guys. It feels so good to be back. Lewis and I will be back on the podcast soon. I hope that you enjoyed this as much as I enjoyed recording and researching it. Don't forget, please follow us on Instagram, Joseph Newton PD, Lewis Edward 96 underscore. That is all for today's episode, Freedom Pact. If you liked the episode, please like, subscribe, comment, leave us a five-star review. I can't wait for the next episode, guys. Merry Christmas. Goodbye.